Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. You've had a real long day. Nothing good is on the radio. So let's talk your troubles away. Just a couple of guys trying to analyze the things we do and see. Play a game or two, maybe an interview. What a place to be! It's a good day for a good time with a good hang. It's a good day for a good time with a good hang. What a good way! What a good sign! What a good thing! It's a good day for a good time with good hang. Huh. Welcome back, John. So good to be back. I mean, like to the listeners, you didn't go anywhere because we were here last week, just and now standard. you're here again this yeah. week. Um, but you just you just got back from like a from like a little boat trip. I got back from nowhere. Nowhere was great. The fu- okay, like explain to me just how any of that goes because I I I, <laughs> I have never been on a cruise, cruise like ever yeah um and a cruise to nowhere where you like you don't dock anywhere you nope. don't get off anywhere yep it's actually kind of nice like honestly um if I had like if this was regular times and I had a choice between going to like some random ports or just going nowhere and there was like a price difference uh-huh. I would I, I think I'd be okay with the second one too right like just basically just doing what I did so basically the idea is that you know Royal Caribbean. Uh, before all this shit went down, would go to multiple places. Like one, you would go to like, um, ba- you, I think you could take a cruise up to, to Bangkok, mm-hmm. stopping in a couple places on the way and then coming back. But the main thing is like being on the ship. So this one was just on the ship the whole time and it was great. How long was it? Uh, four, four nights, five days. Thursday. Yeah, I left on Thursday, came back on Monday. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Monday. Cool. Yeah. Dude, it was awesome. I just can't imagine what you what you do on a on a big boat. They have a <laughs> lot of activities, surprisingly. Like I thought this was going to be okay, a yeah. real just, chill just holiday. Give me, yeah, an, yeah. give me an idea of scale in terms of how big the ship is. Yeah, like is it like as big as a rich person's mansion? Is oh, it as big as like Plaza Singapura? Is it as mm. big as? Uh, Jurong IMM. Okay, so it's probably uh, easier to talk about it in terms of like hotels. Okay, it's the size of a pretty big hotel. Because okay. it's like it's what it's um fifteen decks, not floors. They call them decks. Uh-huh. And then I don't know. Like we walked the length of it multiple times, and I think it's like okay. So if you do a la- apparent okay, like this I can remember. If you do one lap of the running track that's on the top, which is about you know like eighty percent of the total length of the ship, because the top deck is not that long. If you do Ooh, three laps, track? if you do three laps, that's one mile. A running track on a on mm-hmm. in the middle of the ocean sounds it's pretty dope. Pretty dope. Yeah. yeah. Um. On this, I I caught just about every sunrise. Uh huh. Although there wasn't sunrise because it was so fucking cloudy. Yeah. But like you know, because it's so early, no one else is there. I would actually actually went for a run on the second day, and uh-huh. like, dude, I gotta tell you, like running in the middle of the ocean, the wind in your hair, the sun starting to come up. Running is still fucking awful. I hate it so much. It's the worst. <laughs> but it I mean, was really nice. If anything, I would think running running in the middle of on, on a boat in the middle of the ocean is like good for your knees. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't think so. Um, but no, I mean, I stopped. I tried to. I tried to walk, and so I did one mile, which is three laps of the right, ship. Right. So what, you know, do your math based on that. So it's like, pretty big. Uh-huh. Um, not as big as I thought in my head, but I think I, you know, I'm thinking like, like Titanic and shit. Right. 
but like you know, I guess I've never been on, but it is pretty big. Like when I got there, I'm like, that's a building. That's a building in the ocean. I also don't know how big the Titanic is. I, I don't know. I, you know what I mean? Like just unimaginably big. Yeah. The but scale I, I have of the Titanic is like, you know, that image of like the people falling off of it, like when it was like mm. broken half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But and it, I, that's I have vertical. Like a, yeah, I have like a rough image of like the size of the person falling off of the boat. Like you can time like how long it takes for them to hit the water. <laughs> yeah. They hit the propeller first. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that whole thing. Um, But yeah, it was really fun. I, I, I recommend it. And, um, I thought, like, I went into it planning, like, oh, this is going to be, like, the chillest holiday ever. I'm just going to chill by the pool and just read my book and and do nothing. Turned out that was not the case. It was full of activities. So right. there was a lot of, like, um, there was a, a wall climbing thing, which uh-huh. my girlfriend Rachel discovered. It's, like, her new favorite thing to do. So we did that a couple times. Like like um, bouldering? Yeah, like bouldering. Oh, well, it was all harnessed. So okay, okay. straight up the wall. Um yeah, there was a lot of trivia, which if I had known beforehand <laughs> that there was a lot of trivia on a ship, like bar trivia, I would have gone a long time ago. Yeah. Um, did, yeah. Did you showcase your skills? Oh, yeah, I won the Harry Potter one. <laughs> oh, uh, and then, yeah, just, dude, I was never hungry once. Right. I was full the whole time. I, guess, I ate like, a lot. Like, all of this sounds great. All of this sounds like a very indulgent, mm-hmm. very comfortable kind of situation. But mm-hmm. the, the the main thought that pops up in my head every time I think of a cruise is, is the people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you see the same people and they see you and, like, you, you're you kind of semi-obliged to make friends or, like, at least be social. We did that. We were social with a couple people we saw. Yeah, how was that? How are the people on the cruise? They were chill. Nowhere? They were chill. I didn't, we didn't talk much because technically we weren't allowed to. Like, you're not supposed what? to intermingle with groups because they follow Singaporean rules. The Singapore law, so we have to be in groups of two, basically. But you're on an enclosed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh trust me, none of that shit makes sense. But oh, he, come on. But no one really, really followed. But here, here's the big surprise for me. Right. That was that. That's the biggest plus for me, is that it 100 percent didn't feel like I was in Singapore anymore. Uh-huh. Because Royal Caribbean, I guess, is like an American company, and they have all these different values, and they train their <laughs> people. No, no. Like, stick with me for a second. Yeah. But not not say better or worse, but it definitely didn't feel like I was in Singapore. You know okay. what I mean? Uh, my, my girlfriend put it the best. She was like, because uh, the service was great, right? And not once did we hear, don't have, or what, what, what do you want? We didn't get any of that. So it was just like, hello, good morning. There was a lot of good mornings. Uh-huh. How can I help you? Uh-huh. I had well, a conversation I mean, it's, with it's bartenders. It's a very different situation. Like, they're being paid to serve you guys. So, of course, they're going to oh, be extra Yeah, nice. but people, uh, you know, a chai fan Like, when you go to the hawker center, they're not obliged to, like, treat you better than anybody else. Well, I mean, it's just common service, you know what I mean? But it's even different than you would if you were to have a staycation here, is my uh-huh. point. Okay. Uh, it's just hard to put into words. Yeah. Uh, it's, just, it's just, it feels like I was... It felt like, like you were on a different thing. It it felt like I was in a different country. Yeah. And like, um, this is a real stupid, simple thing, but like, you could have decaf coffee anywhere. And decaf coffee is so hard to find in Singapore. But there you can have it anywhere. I know it's a very dumb, simple thing, but it's just like, oh yeah, decaf coffee. That's an American thing. Define yeah. anywhere. So like, can you just like snap your fingers, like no matter where you are on the boat and someone runs to you with a decaf? Uh, you have to go to like the cafes and stuff. <laughs> uh, and you know, room service is like, uh, just to make it so it's not ridiculous. Because everything's free just about, right? There's uh-huh. like four specialty restaurants you have to pay extra for. Yeah. And then room service is free, except you just have to pay like a $10 service charge. But with $10, you can order the whole menu if you want. Like $10 every time? or Each time, yeah. Got it. So that was really cool. And the food was, you know, it wasn't like blow your mind delicious, but uh-huh. it was like a solid 7.5 out of 10 every right. single time. Right. So it was really good. And you got all this classic stuff you would never get anywhere. Like a shrimp cocktail? When was the last time I got a shrimp cocktail? Eh. I love shrimp cocktails. <laughs> like shrimp cocktails is like when they have the cold shrimp and yep. the cold weird and the red ketchup sauce. Ketchup cocktail sauce. Thing. Yeah, no, it's eh. delicious. I can and take it or leave it. 
No, I like. It. I don't. Know. I've always liked it, but it's so yeah. hard. Again, it's like an old school thing that's so hard to find. It's a very America thing. It very much so. Like it's it, it. It was a thing that I only saw when I was living there, and it was just like okay, cool. I ice. guess that's something you guys do. Yeah, it's really weird, but I don't know. I really like it, and um, <laughs> you know, it was great. And I we got the del- deluxe drink package, which means we could drink alcohol and premium coffees all you want. Totally worth it. Mm. Um, I tried all these cocktails I've never tried before, and I discovered two new drinks that I love. Shout out to the Bahama Mama and the Sea Breeze. What's up? <laughs> but yeah, dude. Uh, very, uh, very uh, environment appropriate. Yes. But let me tell you about some of the negative aspects, <laughs> which was all, honestly all my fault. Okay. I broke both my iPhone and my Apple Watch. <laughs> uh-huh. They're dead, Nathan. They're yeah. gone. Yeah. In my hand now, I hold my brand new iPhone 13 Mac Pro, Ooh. which is so good. Okay, but but like how? <laughs> so my iPhone- Are they both water resistant? They are both water resistant. Uh-huh. They're not jacuzzi resistant, is what I found out. Oh, right. So yeah. going to a shower, going to pool, totally fine. But yeah. apparently, jets of water yeah. blasting your device. Yeah, yeah. In hindsight, duh. Makes sense. In the moment, I'm like, look at my phone in the jacuzzi. <laughs> <laughs> Were you like watching Netflix in the jacuzzi or Pretty something? Much. <laughs> Just redditing up in the jacuzzi. And my Apple Watch, I was like, okay, we have a. T- oh, there's a 10 minute limit if people are waiting. That's reasonable. Let me set my Apple Watch. Oh my god, my Apple Watch isn't working. So yeah. So, like, at what point of the trip did this happen? Uh, my my iPhone died, like, the first day. Uh-huh. <laughs> my Apple Watch lasted, like, the fourth day. Oh, my like, goodness. It was acting trippy. I, I thought it was because it was my, wasn't my was connected to my phone. But, like, was that... What, 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 so, were you basically disconnected for a while? Yeah, actually, yeah. So, it was also the best part of it. Nice. Like, being forced to be disconnected. Yeah. There was a little bit of anxiety, though, because I was like, oh, my God, I have WhatsApp conversations that I'm leaving hanging or... I mean, you can, check, you can check your watch. <laughs> I can't check it oh, because, because my the phone doesn't That's work. That's the only Got thing. Got it. But everything's fine now. I'm back reconnected. Um, I wasn't able to back up my phone, which is weird. Like I tried to connect this to my iMac, which is had my old iPhone 8 was backed up to. But for some reason, it's encrypted. I don't know the password, so I just have to start over with a new phone. But it's actually right. it's actually not bad. We'll talk about the phone in a sec. But like, doesn't that suck, though, that like you mm-hmm. were on vacation, essentially, yeah. on a cruise yeah. ship, and like your phone isn't working? Yeah. And like you're concerned, it's, that, I'm like, stressed out about WhatsApp. the dumbest thing. Like, I wish I could just choose not to care, right? No, like, but like, if I, I had turned I, it off myself, I'd be totally fine. But I was like, ah. Yeah. <laughs> but the thing, like, the thing is, I can imagine being in the same scenario as well, where like if my phone broke down and I was on vacation, I would be worried about all like the outstanding work things. Yeah, and like that says something about a lot of practical things, though, because I think I was mentally prepared to that, to, like leave that behind. But for example, I didn't get to set up my my WhatsApp being like on a cruise, contact me this time or whatever status. Right. I wasn't able to do my auto response email thing. Right. So it was just that bit weighing on me. And then the small thing which I didn't realize is it was very hard to reach my girlfriend. <laughs> so like, <laughs> like if we had a couple of days, we we're like we're like okay, let's you know let's just take our day to ourselves. We'll do whatever we want at our pace. But I'm like okay, I'm gonna have to like this is when you guys need walkie talkies, man. That's a good point. You know what sucks is that my Apple Watch has a walkie talkie function. Walkie talkies are like the classic. Video vacation like is that true well, i've never once seen anyone do that okay like maybe maybe not in like the last 15 years no but is that something you did as a kid it's like hello mom i'm going to the pool over 100 oh, percent. so cool. like so like walkie talkies were like a mainstay in my family at least when oh. we went on vacation especially when we were kids like especially like before 12 years old what's the range on those things um decent enough probably enough like, for a whole cruise ship probably I enough so. for like a theme park right you know, so like if we go to Disneyland, walkie talkies. So sense. like, so that way, like we're always in contact because this is before phones or like before like you know cheap mobile phones. That's way smart. Um, so yeah, like walkie talkies. Every time we go on vacation, it just sucks when you go out of range or someone's <laughs> battery dies and they don't realize it. Yeah. Um, because there was once my brother and I were lost for like five hours. Oh God! <laughs> in Disneyland World. 
LA? One of the two. I can't remember. LA or Florida? Uh, I want to say LA. Yeah, yeah LA. Yeah, but Disneyland. Anyway. We were lost for like five hours in Disneyland. My 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 dad. Then this is not like a like a indictment of his parenting <laughs> skills, yeah. but like he didn't know his battery was dead. Oh, so he just assumed we were okay. Oh, that's why. Don't you have like regular check ins? Let's <laughs> uh, like, check in every hour. Guess not. We were doing that. Radio we were calling over. him constantly. Oh god. But so, but we ended up just like doing like a half like fuck. We're screwed and lost, and another half of like rides. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like let's. Do it. It's a small world. Maybe our parents will be here in the small world because it's a small world after all. Like I knew that he didn't know that we were like panicked and lost because when we bumped into him, he was like, "Ace up, <laughs> check your battery." Oh, <laughs> but yeah. Oh no, no. We did do that old school thing of like, okay, I'll meet you at this right cafe. Here this time. <laughs> yeah, just make sure to be here. How did that work out? Yeah, totally fine. Not totally too fine. bad. Yeah. Yeah, I, man, that used to be how, like, we'd meet everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Just like, hey, we'll meet at, like, Orchard Sin Leisure at yeah. 1 p.m. And, like, for the most part, everyone showed up at 1 p.m. Exactly. <laughs> now it's like, you know, text at 1 p.m. Hey, I'm leaving the house. <laughs> <Or> like, <laughs> it's a whole different thing. Yeah. But no, no, I highly recommend it. If you're on the fence about going on the cruise or, you're, or whatever, just, just uh, check it out. It's worth it. I'm very much on the other side of the fence of going to a cruise. Yeah. Like, especially with, like, all these weird rules. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so strange. Because, like, the only thing about a cruise that vaguely attracts me is the social aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Because I think that's, like, the main difference of, like, when you go on vacation, just, say, anywhere else in the world. Sure. You kind of have these passing social interactions with people. But because, you know, you're free to roam the country, you yeah. generally don't really make a lot of friends. But I would imagine on a cruise ship, when you're in a very, like, set microcosm... I don't know. Social social interactions would be a bit more interesting. Yeah, you can. It could have been. It, yeah, you're right. It could have been if it was a little bit more open. Uh, I think I scratched that itch with uh, bartenders. Like I would, I like, made fr- we made friends with a couple of bartenders and just right. talked to them because obviously that's allowed. Right. But yeah, I feel you. I feel you. Were there like shows and stuff? Oh, like- honestly, the shows were a big highlight. Yeah. And you know, working I, I since I worked at a theme park for so long, I had uh-huh. like this jaded view of it. I'm like, uh-huh. oh, I bet they are so unhappy doing this fucking show over and over again. And then I watched them. I'm like, oh, wow. If they are, I don't get that at all because they were very professional, very yeah. good. Um, <laughs> they had this one show called Sequence and Feathers. Um, and they played like Michael Jackson songs and Chris Brown songs nonstop. And I'm like, this is, <laughs> what's, hap- what's happening here? <laughs> and the ending is, I believe I can fly. <laughs> the ultimate. Uh, just, this is just weird. Uh, but they were really good. Like they got singers. They were like, so it's like a big. Um, R&B show and they got singers I guess, I'm guessing for from America they're really talented yeah um, there's one the, my favorite of the, the whole cruise was this girl with on a guitar who would play at this bar every night mm. she was awesome and we only called her on the last night which is a shame because I would have gone to her every night but she was just taking every single song she was just a request from the crowd and she yeah. could just play anything yeah and she was super good I remember there was a very short period of time I considered working cruises. That'd be interesting. I, I thought you would be. That'd be interesting if you did it. There was a very short. This was like seven, eight years ago when, yeah, I, was, yeah, when yeah. I was actually still going to school. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. because I had a few friends that had solid cruise ship gigs. Yeah, yeah it was a like in at Berkeley. I had a bunch of friends that had solid cruise ship gigs, and um, it was attractive at first. But then, like about five, six months in, I realized that they were all just so, like, not say jaded. But, mm-hmm. like, because they're so tiring and yeah, so demanding yeah. schedule-wise, yeah, 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 yeah. and you get paid a pretty nice amount, yeah, 
you get very unmotivated to do anything else. That's what it is. It gets stagnating. It's the same thing with yeah. theme parks. Same yeah. kind of concept. Yeah. Uh, but did you know, and this kind of blew me away, I only figured, I only learned this on the last night talking to a bartender, but if you work in a cruise ship, you work literally every day. Yeah. You don't get one day off. Yeah. Instead, what you do is you work but seven you months breaks. and then you get, yeah, you get breaks throughout the day. Yeah. But there's no one day where you have it off mm-hmm, unless mm-hmm. you're sick. Yeah. Uh, but you, instead, you work seven months straight and then five months off. Didn't so you, like, uh, uh, Tiffany, uh, our, yeah, yeah, our, yeah. our friend. She um, danced in the Bahamas. Yeah, she like freaking broke her leg and they just left her on the boat and she had to figure out her own way out. <laughs> her mom I had to come get her. I remember that. Her I mom had to come. Remember her that. mom had to come from Australia, wherever she's from, yeah, New yeah, Zealand, yeah. Australia. Australia. <laughs> her mom had to come from, from Australia to get onto where the boat docked. Yeah. It's somewhere in like the Caribbean like, or the Bahamas, something. Yeah. Like yeah. And like basically pick her daughter up and like Holy go, shit. oh poor you if you're broken gimp leg, <laughs> like, <laughs> and they just left her on the boat. It's crazy. Oh no. Um, but they pay well, I guess. It, they do. Uh, what's crazy is that because um, so we took the cruise and obviously it's restricted and like just for our cruise we had that two person thing. So before that was like a regular. It was five people. Mm. How it was in Singapore, so it, it followed the rules. A lot of people canceled. So mm. it turns out there was a, a passenger to crew mate, mate uh, ratio of one to one, roughly. 1,700 people on uh, passengers and about 1,500 crewmates. That's so it's strange. fucking crazy. That's so strange. It's nuts. But yeah, but you factor in all the, all the staff, all the waiters, everything. Yeah, there's a lot of people in the crew. Mm. It was fun, dude. I recommend it. It's on, on the list of like vacations yeah. that I want to do. I would say it used to be higher up yeah. before like before the pandemic. Like it used to be higher up because it was like the thing that I haven't done yet. Sure, sure, sure. But after two straight years of not traveling, like that thing is pushed way back down. That's again. so fun. I'm literally exactly the opposite. It's pushed way back down because like on the top of the list, I'd just rather like go like I would like tied for first is like either a road trip or like a month long vacation, like like on a fucking motorbike or something. I don't know. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. a cruise is way down there. Well, I mean, my, my, my thing is the opposite, but I think for similar reasons because that's the only thing that was possible right now. I, I mean, I guess go to Germany, but I'm scared. But that's the thing. There's so many options. So, like, you can't, like, this is, okay, so, like, I've been making travel plans. Yeah. Because I just know that I need to make the plans because I have been so dejected yep, into, yep, yep, or, yep, yep, and yep. so discouraged from making plans for the past year and a half plus that like I don't even dare start the process of making plans because mm-hmm. I'm either afraid to be disappointed or like sure. I don't know what the fucking How rules can are. You plan? Yeah, yeah. Um, but I've decided to just screw it, plan it, or else like I'm never gonna get around to doing fair, it. Fair, and you fair, need fair. to plan these things now, especially with like you know potential quarantine, different rules for different areas. So you just need to plan these things now. There's no such thing as a spontaneous trip anymore. So you're down to quarantine because that's my thing. I didn't want to quarantine. Yeah. So I am currently looking to travel like do the germany thing um probably like early like q2 like late q1 or early q2 right, next right, right. year um and apparently there's like a giant loophole where like you can just go to germany and then mm-hmm. basically travel within the eu by train yeah that sound, sounds sounds about right right yeah i guess so and like because when i thought about it i was like that can't be possible <laughs> and then i googled around and i searched around and i can't find any Rules as long as they let you into those countries. Which yeah, they I, do, I, I, I can't. The EU. No, but that's the thing. Have, if you have you been to those areas? When no, you no, take no. a train, you don't pass by any immigration or nothing. True. Like it's the same as taking a train from like city here to, to Somerset. Like you yeah, just yeah, yeah. get on and you get off. Oh, 
like it doesn't take you any time at all. I mean, it doesn't take you any kind of like formality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because when you buy the ticket, I don't recall needing an ID either mm-hmm. or a passport or Do you any really stuff? sort. No, 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 no. Oh, Sorry, right, right. Uh, the the train ticket. Right, right, right. Like, say if you buy a train ticket from Nether from Germany to Netherlands, right, for right, example, right. like they don't at any point. That's ask not about right. ID. I think that's like part of the point of the EU, basically. So you couldn't go to Britain, <laughs> Brexit. But yeah, you should be able. Apparently, to do you still can. I have a friend that went from Netherlands to UK. Mm. I don't fucking know, don't but know. but apparently this is just like a big old loophole. So you can go right. to Germany, but then like just go other places after that. It's also easier for you because you don't need a visa. If I was to go, I would need to apply for a visa, which is very annoying. Right, yeah, yeah. Well, like, what's the what's the scary part for you? Just being in a different place where COVID is a yeah, unknown? I think probably that, and like, no, honestly, pretty much just that. And then coming back and having to quarantine, which you know could change, but right now it's not right. You so, don't have to quarantine when you come back. Yeah, but you know the rules can change, especially if you're planning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The rules can or definitely it, it change. Could be better. Who knows? You know. Yeah, what I mean? the rules can definitely change. Um, I don't really mind quarantining mm. in Singapore. Mm. Um, yeah, as long as you have your guitar and your laptop, right? You Pretty much. Work. Yeah, I don't really <laughs> yeah, mind yeah. quarantining in Singapore just because it's familiar. I, you know, like I, I, I'm not missing out on anything. Is, it, is it ten days or is it fourteen? Uh, I think it's fourteen. Difference, but yeah, um, it's expensive. But yeah, I, I don't really mind quarantining in Singapore. Mm. It's more quarantining overseas that I think I, I might go crazy. Yeah, because if anything, I'd just be like. It, look out my window. Look, oh! There's so much shit oh! outside, <laughs> and I'm stuck. As opposed to Singapore, where it's like, ah, yes, that is. There you go. Yes. Right. <laughs> and I was gotcha. Like, I, like, I'll just do what I do every day just grab food shit. <laughs> <and> like, <laughs> Nothing's really different. Watch yeah, YouTube. <laughs> I, I think also just the price is a bit of a, of a, of a thing. Like, yeah. the whole cruise, all in all, was like, I don't know, like one five, roughly. But I haven't spent like any money true, on travel in the longest time. To be fair, to be fair. So be like, fair. I'm I'm just trying to like make the plan so that at least I have one because of the quarantining, yeah. because of all the things that you have to do. I'm just trying to like sh- like carve out the time. Yeah, and then um, engage. Yeah. Um, what what's uh, if I may? Plan. What is friend of the show Inchua doing? She's in Miami She's right now. She's in the U.S. Just yeah. doing all kinds of shit. Just traveling around with her partner, and That's it's cool. it's. Infuriating. Yeah, I'm I'm, just, I'm. I'm. I'm so happy for her. I hate following her Insta. I'm, like, oh. <laughs> I'm so happy for her, but it's infuriating, um, especially when you see how like pl- parts of the U.S., like Florida, yeah, are treating COVID. That's terrifying. But also, yeah, because she was like, "Oh, look at this Miami," and it's like it looks like a no, you know, okay, like a I, club it, scene from a Will Smith movie. And I'm like, that's scary. It's terrifying, but also like. It's not terrifying. It's it it it's a very clear example. Okay, so like for, for context of what John is talking mm-hmm. about, Inch has been like putting up videos of her in Florida, and in Florida, you know, it's no secret that Florida doesn't really give a shit about COVID. Uh-huh. Um, they have been having like full maskless events for the longest time now, um, and when I see that, I don't find it terrifying in that way of like, ooh, COVID. It's more like, if they can fucking do that, why yeah, do yeah, we yeah. still have to wear masks outdoors? You're right, you're right, you're right without that. Like, it just makes me feel stupid, you know? Like, it makes me feel like a dumbass. Like, in the beginning of COVID, sure, it's like, we have to abide by the rules and look out for everybody else. But this far into it, especially with our vaccination rates being yeah. higher than Florida, for sure. <laughs> for, for sure. <laughs> like... There, like, there's, there's a middle ground somewhere that yeah. exists. I know I've said that so many times on the show, but like, it just, it just makes me feel dumber and dumber no, at this, every at this time point, I look at social media and I see people having yep. full-on events. I, I just feel like an idiot going outside of my house, walking to the supermarket in the open air with my mask on because I know if I take it off, someone's gonna yell at me yeah, yeah, yeah. unless I 
brisk walk or yep. something. <laughs> I don't know, man. At this point, I'm just like, there has to be a middle ground. But no, I was gonna say at this point, I'm kind of hope. I'm kind of like, in a weird way, looking forward to getting it. So like, it's just like, yeah, strengthen my immunity. I just don't understand how they haven't like adjusted the rules like a little bit. You know, like fucking yeah. let us not wear masks when we're outdoors. I fully agree of wearing masks indoors, mm-hmm. especially in shopping malls or offices or like taxi cabs or whatever. Like you know, enclosed, enclosed spaces. spaces. But sure. like when I'm. Or, or okay, or arguably even like a crowded park, you know. Yeah. Arguably, even a crowded park. But like when you're just walking on the street, yeah. Like, why? Just... I think I think <laughs> it's getting real frustrating. Like looking at social media, looking at uh, our Singapore. Yeah. Like I think the country is reaching a breaking point in, me- in mental health. It's reaching a breaking point of bullshit because they yeah. haven't really updated these things. They keep putting on more... Restri- okay, I know there's no perfect way to handle this yeah, and it's yeah. very easy to be an armchair critic, yeah. but fuck it. You know, like, they're still... They're not changing anything. They're not <laughs> making life any easier for anybody. And just two days ago, they passed that fucking FICA bill in, like, less than one week. Like... Like, not for the foreign intervention thing? Yeah. You're just oh, saying if the government sorry. wants it, they can move fast? Oh, 120,000%. Sorry, not one week, three weeks, less than a month. It happened while I was on the cruise. That's what I. That's what it felt like. Yeah, it, no, but basically it was introduced and it was passed in less than a month. And um, people have very polarizing understandings of what it is. Yeah. And, you know, that's not anyone else. That's not the people's fault. Yep. <laughs> it's like the lack of clarity in what you mean by foreign intervention. And, like, who is subject to foreign intervention? Is it everybody? Is it just public figures? Is it just like political uh, yeah, uh, figures? I'm fairly ignorant about this. I wasn't really following. But basically, they're just like, you know, are they are they basically like afraid of like trying to get like a uh, China getting involved in the elections kind of thing? Is that what the whole point is? Something like that. Or like, for example, like the online citizen that was shut down a few uh, uh, weeks uh-huh, uh-huh, ago. Uh-huh. Um, websites like that, like 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 news websites that have funding outside of Singapore. Oh. So essentially they're saying, oh, if you want to criticize the government, sure, you can. As long as you're Singaporean. Mm, as as you're not so much Singapore? that. You can criticize the government all you want with like your blog or whatever, but if your blog is paid for by somebody else outside of Singapore, if your blog is sponsored by like the US Embassy oh, is that what or is? whatever. Um, it's not exactly, it's right, not, right, right. that's not all of it, but mm-hmm. that's part of it. Okay, um, it. And then there's also like... Um, there's just a lot of vagueness. Basically, like people had to ask. Mm. People had to ask, like, if I text my foreign friend over WhatsApp, is that considered a crime? Because under the definitions of the bill, it is a crime. Okay. But of course, it's, it can't be a crime because that's silly. Yeah, because my thing is, but under I, the I'm definition, foreign. yeah, but under the <laughs> definition of the bill, it's unclear. Like uh. it, it's, it, it can make this. Someone can twist the law enough and go like, oh, this person texted a foreign person with WhatsApp, which is an encrypted platform. Therefore, uh, it's, spy, a, it's spy. against the law. And that's silly. And it's an exaggeration of, of like, what the law course. is. But the fact that no, it's no, so it has vague. To be cl- laws have to be clear. Yeah. You know what I mean? But that's Singapore's favorite thing to like, make it seem like it's clear, but have so much ambiguity that they can twist to whatever they need. I think people I are it. just generally upset that it was passed so quickly. In a time where there's already so much uncertainty, yeah, and so much like you know, like guys, like we need to fucking, you know, why are we still in this mode? Yeah, when so much of the world has moved on, Ugh. um, like businesses aren't getting better. Nope. <laughs> like yeah. if anything, they are like struggling on life support right now. Yeah. Like all, almost every creative industry, um. Yeah, I don't know. It's a real struggle. And yet, as we say that, the cases are in, like, what, 3,000? So it's, like, 
who but is it like most of them are are asymptomatic? I don't know. Uh yeah, I'm reaching the breaking point too. Like I just like you know, a fun Rich fact. Las Vegas, life. Las Vegas that has like maskless events mm-hmm. and full on whatever, they have like 800 cases. Really? <laughs> Florida, which ha- is is densely populated and also has like crazy maskless events, it, they have 8,000 cases, which, you know, higher than Singapore, but not by percentage. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, yesterday they actually only recorded 5,000. Mm-hmm. A week before that, though, there were like tens of thousands. But anyway. You know, you know what it is. It's this is our delta surge, and I think because we were. Uh, here's my most optimistic view of these things: is that this is our delta surge. Like if you watch, if you watch like all the graphs of anywhere, it's like it goes one, two, three, third wave. Third wave is always the delta surge, but because we were so good about everything, we've kind of delayed it, and now this is our delta surge. We're like a little bit delayed, mm-hmm. so maybe it'll hit crest at five thousand and then come down, and hopefully life can go back to a little bit of normal. We just got to ride out this wave. That's my most optimistic view, and I hope that's true. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I think it's more of just like, do we have to shut down every time like the cases go up? No, right? Is that the whole like, plan to not? Yeah, like because that's stage one. That's like a like? very reactive way to do it. And like I understand before people were vaccinated, yeah, that yeah, makes yeah. sense. But when like almost ninety percent of the population yep. is vaccinated, maybe the ones that haven't because they didn't want to, yeah, yeah time to sign up for that Herman Cain Award. Get out of here. Um, <laughs> p- protect the ones that couldn't, of course. Yeah. But I'm sure that's not a very large percentage. Yeah. You know, that's know. a very that's a very limited percentage of people. The ones that cannot, but the ones that won't. Eh. Yeah. Eh. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Like it's been long enough. You know, like there's only so long that you can have this fucking hesitation, and like. Well, I understand that you can take ivermectin and all the things that you want to take. Mm-hmm. You know, no one's saying because God that said so. God, that was the stupidest thing I've ever read. Oh yeah, there was a there was a church lady that went to the ICU because yep. she took way too much way ivermectin. Too much, apparently. Yeah, because like, was it way too much? I don't even know if it was the dosage thing. It's definitely way too much because like people have been taking it no problem, and it is a human medication. Mm-hmm. Like it started as a, or I don't know if it started as a you human can use medication. it as both. Apparently, yes, you can use it as both. But of course, a horse takes more. I feel like she yes. took a the a horse, horse dosage. <laughs> I don't know. Just reading those texts from her friends was so infuriating. It's like, we, God tells me not to take the vaccine. God told you that, really? God, God told you that. That's in the Bible. I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> I can't wrap my head around these logics. God supports this medication, but not this medication. What? what why? What? How? God loves horses, man. I guess so. <laughs> he made the horses. I don't know. Um, uh, defending anything with religion is always a shaky uh, ground to stand on. It's pretty much an impossible thing to do, really. Yeah. Anyway. Um, the, yeah, I don't know. It feels stupid to talk about like like anti-vax or vax yeah, at this really point. Yeah, really feels... at this point. Good Lord. <laughs> it feels like so, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Futile. Yep. Um, because what's the point, really? It's been so totally. long that you probably can't change the mind of the people that yeah. don't want to. Pretty much. It's just infuriating because... Um, <sighs> it's not to say that there are no other solutions. Of course, there are other solutions other than the vaccine. There are other solutions like keeping yourself at the peak of health, protecting yourself, taking supplements, maybe even taking specific drugs that will prevent you from being more susceptible. Think, you know, maybe your ivermectin, maybe your, uh, what's the one, the other one? Uh, hydroxychloroquine. The hydroxy- yeah. You know, there's no like 100%, but maybe, because like, and to be fair, even the vaccine is not 100%. Mm-hmm. 
it's just that the vaccine is like the one thing you can do and that everything else is like the 500,000 things you can do. <laughs> yeah. Like they like not to say that those 500,000 things are invalid, but like that is not a uh replacement. Not to, no no, what's what I'm looking for? It is not an implementable uh, regiment mm. like it's not an imp- it's not something that you can implement to a mass of people Mm-mm-mm. you can't tell everybody to exercise 20 times a week take your your ivermectin I mean, it's also ineffective take your supplements it doesn't matter no. how fit you are i mean it does matter i mean it does no it totally, it totally to does ma- there's so many factors and it totally yeah, yeah, does yeah, matter yeah. it's just that all of these things that you should do and you can do mm. to protect yourself they're not implementable on mass yep. because you can't tell a 30 year old to, to, to do the same things as, as an 80 year old to do the same things as a, as a 15 year old that's just not how human beings work mm. so like duh of course the vaccine although it's also not 100% of course it's not 100% it's been proven thousands of times it's not 100% but it is the only thing that's implementable on mass yeah. and like it blows my mind that people still don't understand that they're not saying that the vaccine is 100% going to cure you of COVID or prevent you from getting COVID it's just the only damn thing that they can apply to a massive population because they can't tell everybody to take these specific routes that your special snowflake ass wants to take you know it's so weird to understand the logic too it's like this medicine is bad because some people like it this medicine is good because we like it it's like anyway yeah, it feels silly to talk about it at this point, but why not just dip our toes into it for a second? We can't not. We can't not. Um, uh, so, yes. Well, wait, what have you been up to since I've been at sea? Which, by the way, can I just say that, like, I've always had this thing since I was a kid. Like, whenever I get off a ship, no matter how big or small, for days afterwards, it feels like my inner ear is, like, equalizing. So, right now, I feel like the room rocking. It's kind of annoying. Really? Yeah, because the ship, it, I mean, it's relatively smooth. Like, the moment you stepped off of it, your knees wobble? Not the moment. Like, a couple of hours later, I, like, I'll, I'll just be standing down and I'll feel like, Because the ship doesn't move much, but I think, it, it's more, I think it's more swayed by the wind. Right. So, like, yeah, it just feels like it's rocking a little bit. Anyway. Mm. But, yeah, what have you been, like, as I sit here and watch you rock left and right, <laughs> what have you Wait, been up to? Okay, before we go, I'm curious. Mm. Are the seas really lawless? Like, could you do whatever you want once you're like, once you leave? No, who told you that? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I you could try to make someone walk the plank, but I think that would be illegal. No, like you know, like 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 boat casinos and shit like that. I don't know if we were in in international waters, per, technically. I'm right. not sure. So where did the boat go towards? Just towards Indonesia. Like it went northeast and then just came back. Cool. Yeah. Also. What was surprising, a little bit disappointing. Well, one, I was really hoping to have to be able to see like sunrise, sunset, and the stars. Uh-huh. Almost never got that because it was just so cloudy. And secondly, uh-huh. there were ships all the time. Like it was like there were like you know um, You're surrounded by other boats. Yeah, oh. um, which not surrounded per se, but like on a given day, you'd look around and you'd probably see like four boats on the horizon. Right, which is not terrible, but it's just like you know. And was it mostly all Singaporeans on this boat? No, it was a pretty good mix. Where they come from? All for all from Singapore, but okay. there was like some Aussies. There was like got a lot it, of international got it, got people. It, got it. But yeah, it was good. It was good. How was the Wi-Fi? Oh, better than here, which is annoying. Really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I gotta change my. I gotta change our Wi-Fi at home. <laughs> it's more stable and it was faster. And I was like, God damn it! You're getting faster Wi-Fi on a boat, I guess, because. There's no high-rise buildings. Is that how Wi-Fi works? I don't know. We have I don't satellite. Know. Do you have a dedicated You're closer satellite. to the cable. Yeah. <laughs> you're you're closer to the big internet cable yeah. at the bottom of the ocean. Yeah. Um, anyway, wait, what you been up to this week? Yeah. So um, I've been, like, I'm, I'm back in the writing phase pretty much. Ooh-woo. 
like back in the making songs phase. That's great. Um, yeah, it's cool. I guess it just feels so fucking cyclical. Oh dear. <laughs> I think we all just need a break. I need like a vacation. I, I'm like, I'm not desperate enough to take a fucking cruise, dude. I think you are, or you're desperate enough for something. Yeah. Like for me, like after this cruise, it was great. Like I said, did a lot of events, but I still come back and I'm like, man, I need like a solid month minimum of like no. Of breaking the cycle. Right. Of just like no work, um, just doing what I want to do, whatever it is. And for me, actually, I would probably take a month off to write, personally. It's not even like a month. I just need like a change in, like a radical change in environment. Right. And like, initially, I had some fears of going to like Germany. Yeah, yeah. Not because of COVID or, but because that it's the only place that Singaporeans can go to. And part of me worried that if I go there, it's just going to be small Singapore. <laughs> But of course, so. of course, that's a silly concern because yeah, yeah, yeah. Germany is huge. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I just, I just need like a radical change in, in, in environment because. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. It used to be like you know, write music, like or like go overseas, write music, and like come back, do the shows, go and like mm-hmm. rinse and repeat. You know, it was a very it interesting cycle. cycle. Yeah. <laughs> um, but. Yeah. Now it's it's it it just feels like. I've I've gone through like two full production phases now. Yeah. Um, with all the things that you have to do from writing to producing to uh, 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 executing to doing all the um, promo and after and all that, mm. I've done two and a half, I'd say, because like the f- it was singles, EP, EP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All of it in Singapore. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All of it with just fuck all in between. <laughs> Yeah. And like it's just getting real cyclical, no, I get and you. I'm trying to approach this this new wave with like some kind of renewed energy, and the way that I'm ho- hoping to do it is by like really um, digging into like my physical well being because mm-hmm. that's the one thing that I have not really focused too strongly on throughout the pandemic, right? Like. Not to say that I let myself go during the pandemic, but I haven't really been focusing on like like keeping myself at like peak physicality, yeah, you know, which is maddening because I think you've been, you've had abs the whole time, I'm pretty sure I can't be sure of this, but yeah, no, well, I will say it's that you ever got a I will say that that part of it is just me being a lot more aware of like core engagement, yeah, like I don't know how to explain it, but it if 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 anyone out there has back problems or anything like that really look into how to engage your core constantly so like exhausting not (laughs) it it sounds like it is because i'm doing it right now even like i can feel it i'm I'm doing it right now even because i'm sitting on the floor of my Mm -hmm. back against the thing but i'm engaging my core in a very light way you're basically saying don't slouch is that yeah. basically what you're saying? Essentially, yeah. like to, to keep good posture and to keep your core engaged and like to whatever workout you do, like once you get used to doing that in like a, in a sedentary state, like you also start getting used to doing it in your workouts. Like even if you're doing your legs, even if you're doing your back or your, your arms or whatever, mm-hmm. you will engage your core by default. Especially if I cycle, I'm engaging my core like For crazy. Sure. So like I think that's kind of what maintained the ab part of it. But you know that's that's more of the superficial aspect of it. The practical aspect of it is that my lower back hurts a lot less <laughs> because good. the core is stronger. Um, but yeah, I haven't really focused on my on like my physical fitness. Like I've I've generally just felt a bit like slothy throughout the pandemic, hmm. 
and maybe that has factored into like the energy that I put into the the creative process as well. So I'm really trying to go like f- not full meathead, you know, but yeah, yeah, yeah. half meathead. But I feel like you're trying to affect your mental through your physical, which is definitely not impossible. But it's like I don't know. I I know I for sure need a mental break. Yeah, yeah. It's just that I've taken the mental breaks already, and, mm. but like I need something a bit more not, superficial. Not a break, but you need like you need like a different like you said, I, break I, the routine. I need something a little bit more superficial because stuff. like it used to be that the environment would change, yeah. like the environment around me would just physically change, and therefore like I'm I, I'm already just in a different headspace. So I'm thinking maybe if my body just feels different, if yeah. I'm just in constant pain. <laughs> yeah, that's something. That's like, quite superficial. Yeah, if like if my body is just in constant pain, maybe you feel that pain on the page. Oh god, you know what I need, Nathan? I need I need to uh I need cold weather, I think. Yeah. I need to just step outside and be chilly. Yeah. Which coming up to the uh northern hemisphere's uh winter times and considering Germany. God. We can go to Snow not, City one day. It's the worst. It's not. It's 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 okay. It's, okay. it's it's sad. It really is what Snow City is. Uh, are you allowed to like just like barrel roll yourself down the hill? I don't know what the rules are. Okay. I know there's a sled. You can take a sled. But is the snow like properly soft or is nah, it like, it's like hard? Ice. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, I went there for a shooting gig all not too long ago. But yeah. Huh. Yeah. But yeah, there's that. Like, kind of just like stealing myself for that creative process ahead. And hoping that I, I I I come out of it with something interesting. It's really never a sure thing. I don't fucking know. Um, but yeah, other than that, been like using the studio a lot, playing yep. a lot of music. That's great. Just like making music with friends. That's great. Um, you sound so sad, but that's great. <laughs> <laughs> making music, making with music with friends. Um, what else? I can't really think of. It's it's kind of been like a very creative mess mm. um the last week. Um I'm I'm really racking my brain here. Um I got nothing. I've had a pretty together, I've had a yeah. pretty boring week. Oh. Yeah. Well, At least in terms of like revelations and stuff. I didn't learn anything new. <laughs> <laughs> like Although I do, oh, I did learn one thing mm. in the set, or like I've, I've, I, I have um, promised myself one thing yeah. after this week is that I'm, I'm gonna start journaling again. Okay, that's nice. Because it's not something that I've ever been able to consistently do. Um, every notebook that I had as a teenager mm. into my young adulthood, sketches, just doodles. If that, it's just that there's not a single finished one. Right. You know, like I would always start like a planner mm-hmm. in in the, in the start of every school year. Things that I can like write down like schedule and homework and like notes and thoughts nice. and stuff. And it, the longest I've gone was like m- late March. Okay. <laughs> like that's the longest I would Three have gone. Three months, that's not bad. Yeah. Of a daily journal? Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's um, pretty impressive. <laughs> but, <laughs> but um, yeah, I really want to start getting into that habit just because... I feel more and more that like I like because the days are also just blending in, the weeks are blending in, the That's months are blending in. That's a good point. I'm just starting to forget or like just let yes, I don't know how to describe it. Like I just feel like I'm just experiencing and going through this swath of time, mm. you know. I'm just kind of like brr Monday, <laughs> brr Tuesday, brr Wednesday and then like it just goes on to the next week again. Yeah. And like um like I don't feel like I'm living 
each day with like a uh, specific or renewed purpose or something like that. Mm-hmm. I, I, it's 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 hard to put it into words yet because I haven't been journaling. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. But I'm 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 looking to start that like ASAP. I've already started like very lightly, but I'm look I'm hoping to turn it into like a daily routine where like I journal in like a physical journal that I can look back on and like really chart the day-to-day like mood the day-to-day activities like even if it's not deep and interesting Mm. you know even if it's literally to say like today i went to the gym there was corn in my poop i pulled my crotch and there was corn in my poop yeah even if it's just that like just so i can look back on it the 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 next week and remember like oh that's how my crotch is sore yeah you know like things like that (laughs) like (laughs) just to remember things basically yeah exactly where this cut come from but 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 to remember but to remember silly things like that but also to remember like the deeper things like how i felt last week Mm. and like how i felt last week compared to how i feel this week and whether like there's any improvement or whether like there's been this plateauing um or like oh cool i'm depressed right now you know things like that things that you might not pay too much attention to or let go of because they're too difficult to think about or you get too lazy to like dig into the back of your mind right i just want to start documenting more things so that i can just live more consciously i guess i think that's something that's been missing a lot in in in, in recent times I feel, yeah. like because time is blending so much because work is blending so much i'm I, i'm starting to live less and less consciously and um I need to break that cycle that's somehow. Good. Yeah, yeah. That's good. Um, I think it's also good like to just remember what you're uh, grateful for, if it's a little corny. I'm sure there's going to be those kinds of posts, you know, in the journal every once in a while, but it's really just like a log, yeah. you know, of like the boring things and some deep things. But more than anything, it's just so that I can track myself. Yeah. You know, just yeah, so I, I just so I can track myself in every possible way, or in every way that I choose to track myself on that given day, right on. Um, right on, right on. just so that, like, I don't just live through my body like a meat sack, Fair you know, enough. just unaware of like what is going on on the inside and the outside, like. Yeah, I, I don't quite like know how to describe no, it, but it, yeah, it just it just feels like it, like 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 like. It's a form of taking more agency, maybe. I think it's like you know they say uh, you have to like don't li- li- live the unexamined life, but you're doing the opposite. Yeah, you're gonna live the examined life. What does that mean to live an un- unexamined? Uh, life? I think that's from Wicked. <laughs> that's where I'm pulling it from. It's like if you just don't give a shit about your life, you can live your life that way and not worry too much. Uh-huh. If you live the unexamined life, not thinking about your life, basically just doing whatever. Right. It's like a shitty way of living if i if i think about it no i don't but think yeah. it's a shitty way i think it's a totally oh, it's valid as, but as, I mean as long like as you as long as you do as long as you also factor in like other people yeah sure you know maybe you don't have to think about your own life all that much but you should at least think about other people and yeah, how yeah, your yeah. life is affecting them yeah yeah i'm putting it together now it's from fiero who is the scarecrow and, 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 and wicked through life yeah Skimming oh. the surface. Oh, that song. Dancing through life, yep. skimming the surface. Nothing matters, but nothing really matters. matters. Dancing through life. Yeah. Which, by the way, that's him in the beginning, and then by the 
and he realized that's not a good way to live your life. That's a white privilege. Exactly. That's a white privilege song. Super white privilege. Dancing <laughs> through life. <laughs> <laughs> like, thanks, bro. I got an alimony and three kids. Okay, anyway. But yeah, um, it's it's yeah. it's it's more to just be more accountable to myself. Not to say live an live an examined life, but just so that I don't feel like I'm wasting a day. Yeah, yeah, no, I get you. In a way, I don't know. Like, because because keep us updated. Because I tend to feel guilty for wasting days when really, like, sometimes the wasted days have some very interesting revelations or some, mm. like, good things about them. Mm. And I feel like writing that down and looking back on Shower it two thoughts. months later is, like, something that could potentially bring me comfort. That's great, man. You know, I as opposed to just, like, you. forgetting how anything is and just, I don't know. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. Oh, another thing I wanted to bring up, though, and I think that's why I thought I talked about, like, what I'm grateful for, is that mm. um, I have a show that's coming out. Ooh. That's coming out this weekend, I think it is. And um, it's 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 called a murder at Changi Hospital. I brought it up a couple times before, but nice. Now it's coming out. The press is out, so I can really really share it. It's like I'm super grateful because I'm in like ever since I left USS, basically I haven't really had a proper acting gig aside from like commercials, which are fun, but they're commercials. Yeah. They're not yeah. really thingy. Um, yeah, I was supposed to do a, a pretty big play, but that got post. That was at the beginning of COVID. That got canceled, postponed, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I got to do a little bit of a hybrid theater digital thing with uh, Sightlines Entertainment with nice. a friend of the podcast, Derek Chu, his company. Has and he yeah. been on the show? No, but he's a friend of both. Like sure. I was thinking about that. I was like, if he's a friend of yours and a friend of mine, he's a friend of the podcast. Yeah, but like the, the listeners don't know this. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> uh, a friend of ours, Derek Chu. Anyway, uh, so that was super fun to do. It was a, such a short project. Like it was like two days of shooting, um, but I'm so grateful to do it because it was it was one of those very few times that I didn't even have to audition. Mm-hmm. Derek was like, "Hey, be this show." I was offer like, only. Oh yeah, cool. Yeah, I was offer only for that one. <laughs> um, no, but it was just like, and then I asked him, I was like, well, I, I, I on a car ride home or something, I was like, why did you cast me in this? Like, what were you thinking? He's like, oh, I thought you'd be good and could use some comedic levity, and I thought you would work really well with Josh, the, the other actor. I was like, oh, wow, that's nice. <laughs> and like, it's not even, is it validation? Maybe it is, but it's just like, I'm just so grateful for the opportunity to do what I love, you know what I mean? Nice. So yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. I mean, I'll talk about it a little bit more when it launches next week, because uh, I actually haven't seen it yet, so hopefully I'll see it this week and Sick. talk about it. Uh yeah. Are you doing are you doing like a little uh watch party at the apartment? Uh probably, yeah. Cool. Except all my fucking roommates are scaredy cats. Cool. Well, let like me let me know when thing. it's happening. Yeah, I'll let you know. I'll let you know. But it's gonna be the same like over the phone and telegram and all that, right? I, I don't know if they're using the telegram thing this time around. That was uh, fun. That was fun, but I think it took away <laughs> too much versus what they wanted to achieve. Really? Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I honestly know. found that to be like the, the best part. Not say the best part, but one of the so so it's just for some context, uh 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 the Sightlines productions, mm-hmm. they've done this kind of show before this where is they, like their third iter- third or fourth iteration. Yeah. Or where or they whatever. did like a pre recorded kind of yeah. pre recorded so like an escape room meets a video game meets a theater show. Yeah, it's like a pre recorded play of sorts yeah. and then like um it's like a murder mystery kind of situation. And throughout the play there'll be hints dropped mm-hmm. in a telegram chat with that timings audience all in one telegram chat yeah. that was for the very first one they haven't done that since actually oh man yeah. and then like yeah you get picture clues and like video hints yeah, and stuff and then everyone discusses it together yeah and i found that to be one of the best parts about it mm-hmm. because it to me at least it was able to mimic the magic of live theater a little bit yeah. of like the of that 
unpredictability yeah. and also the whole thing of like we're experiencing the same thing at the same time we're experiencing the same yeah. thing at the same time but also like there's this group chat yeah, that yeah. you're in with a bunch of strangers yeah. except some of them are not strangers yeah and you know some of these people and it's almost exactly like a virtual foyer you know yeah, like yeah, after yeah. The, the 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 that's a good the point. show like you say hi to random people catch up and all that and that's exactly what i was doing in this group <laughs> chat going like hey what's up and then it's like they're like who the fuck is this <laughs> <laughs> because my name on telegram is not my name and <laughs> it's like things like that that, yeah, that were yeah, really yeah. fun um it was just like a cool way i think of like um injecting some thing new yeah. in like the covid theater experience yeah yeah they're trying stuff they're trying stuff like they and that's what what uh uh, sightlines and Derek have like kind of pivoted to is like what can we do in this thing? Yeah, and uh, yeah, I can't tell you much about it. Like I know what I did, and then I'm really looking forward to see how they package it up. But uh, I think watch parties is the way to accomplish that. Hopefully, right? Uh, you know, if you can actually invite people over, but it's good. No, I'm really looking forward to it. I think it was really fun to shoot. Uh, I got to work with Muna. I've never worked with her before. Nice. So that was really nice. I'm looking forward to it. Fun. Yeah. Check it out. Get your tickets at yeah. Sightlines Entertainment. Google, right? <laughs> yes. I'll have the link. I'll have the link. Yeah. <laughs> link um, in the show notes. Thank you for your support. Yeah, fun. Mm. Well, I have a show in December, I Woo! think. I hope. Hopefully. I don't fucking know. I know, right? I should probably take it more seriously and not keep thinking like it's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, it's like around the corner now. <laughs> it's just that like the pessimist in me is like, oh, it's not going to happen, so why bother? <laughs> but like I also know that it's probably going to happen, so I should really bother. Um, eh, whatever, sing a song, whatever. What's, what's there to prepare, really? Invite <laughs> some band people? Yeah, no, I'm, 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 I'm looking to, to like do something just... More? Intri- yeah, more, because... There's no fucking opportunities to do anything nowadays. So when you get the opportunity to do something, why not do something fun? Um, But yeah, there's that in the back of my mind that's also percolating. And yeah. It'll happen. We're going to will it to happen. It'll happen. Then you're going to Germany. It's going to be great. That's the hope, man. Yeah. Like if if any travel happens next year, it'll probably be after Chinese New Year. Yeah. Ugh, I would do it instead of Chinese New Year. <laughs> Sick of Chinese New Year. Yeah, but you're not Chinese. That's <laughs> fair. <laughs> like that's a good point. You can't skip Chinese New Year when you're Chinese, man. Um, that's a good point. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, also, because like if you sk- if you're overseas and you skip it, chances are you're just gonna spend like all of it on Zoom anyway. Because like that's what I used to do when I was studying overseas. Oh really? Yeah. Like in in lieu of like flying over and doing a Chinese New Year thing, I was pretty much just on FaceTime the whole time, on like, yeah. the whole, like half the day. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, like, I, I have to move into the new place, which is nowhere near ready. Yeah. So it might take a while. So got to do that and then so fuck off. Damn, I just really worry for your mental health. You yeah. You feel like you're on empty. You're on fumes. No, like my, fumes my, my mental health is... It's not any worse than it was, I would say, like, eight, nine months ago. Okay. <laughs> it's just that it stayed at this... It's been in this yeah. constant state of, like... It's just plateaued, you know? Like, I haven't had any, like, peaks or troughs. Mm-hmm. It's just, just like, whoa, Like, this droning note that, um... Frankly, I'm getting bored with. Yeah. <laughs> like, I've, I've, I've gotten too accustomed to an unpredictable life of, like... Um, excitement 
But maybe that's also on me. Maybe I need to open up more opportunities yeah. for like unpredictability and excitement to yeah. happen. My my only thing that like kind of it's kind of a terrible segue, but the thing that I that are my peaks and troughs are like honestly, it's so sucky, but it's the stuff that people are making, like TV shows and albums and stuff. So mm-hmm. recommendations this week, I got two of them that I'm really hot about. Yeah, <laughs> dude, um, Coldplay and BTS fucking came out with a song, and I've been listening to it nonstop. Is that how it goes? Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's really how it goes? Yeah. Wow. You got the melody right. Why are you so amazed? I think I might have guessed that. What? I haven't heard this song. <laughs> how? I'm just what? guessing how a Coldplay song would fucking go called My Universe. Wait, do do it again. <laughs> da, 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 the universe, da, 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 okay, the beginning da, da, is just about pitch perfect, then the rest of it, you lost it. Mm-hmm. But that's. <laughs> okay, but also, like, I might have just heard it somewhere I'm subconsciously. Sure yeah. I'm sure you heard it. Because, yeah, it's, it's everywhere. It's number one on Billboard. It's Dude, it's le- it's legit, like. I'm so amazed by it. Like, I, yeah. I the first I heard it, I was like, I gotta play it again. I gotta play it again. It's been a while since I've actually since there's been a BTS song like that where I'm like, I have to play it again. Mm. Like after the butters and the dynamites and the permission to dance of the world, which are like <laughs> English, like trying to reach out to their. Thing. Now you have, uh, yeah, they're back to doing Korean. Like Chris Martin does the English part, and then everyone else does the Korean parts. And maybe RM I need to give it English. a proper listen because, like, yeah, I think I need to give it a proper listen. Sad. You should, um, and it's great because um, Chris Martin himself flew to Korea to like produce it and like record the tracks and give everyone direction. Uh-huh. And it's just a little bit different than what BTS normally does. It's still authentically them, uh-huh. but like there's choices that they that they made that I don't think they would make without Chris Martin. And I think it makes a lot of difference. Right. And I, I love I love the song, I love the message, I love the melody. It's so nice. It sounds very sky full of starsy. Yeah, kind of. Mm. Yeah. At the end of the day, if you. Made a beat like kind of what you did in your head, like a Coldplay BTS algorithm. You spit out; it's pretty obvious what's going to come out. But yeah, what it is is awesome. <laughs> I highly recommend it. My universe, and uh, it's a TV show that I watched just before I went on the cruise. That I expected to start and kind of be like, okay, but I ended up binging the whole thing. Have you watched um, uh, Midnight Mass on Netflix? No, it's the th- it's it's. I guess you can call it an anthology, but it's by the same director and a lot of the same cast from uh, Haunting of Hill House and and Haunting of Bly Manor. Right. But it's a completely different setup and a different kind of. Uh, so it's horror, it's not ghosts. It's horror. Yeah, yeah, yes. I guess you would say so. Cool. But it's like it's quite dramatic. It's it it's it it's it it uh which call it. It investigates some really different and interesting things from what you're what he used to do before. Mm-hmm. And I said the idea is like there's this like random, uh, island village thing and off the coast of like. Pacific Northwest, like off the coast of Washington, a very small community that's highly religious. Right. And then a new priest comes into town and shakes things up and sh- ah, crazy things start happening. That's Midnight Mass. Exactly. Got it. It's very uh, Catholic y, which is kind of interesting to hear uh, Mass in the style that I used to grow up with. And uh, I don't know how much I can give away, but uh, crazy things happen. I'll check it out. It's been a while since I've like started something like that, but also. Because I, I think I've mentioned on the show before that I've been looking for, like, a long show to really get into. Mm. And I'm kind of flirting with, like, Lost a little bit. Go for it. It's on Disney+. Plus. It yeah. Keeps getting ad- it keeps getting advertised to me. Did you f- watch it and finish it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched and finished it. I don't think you'll like it. 
<laughs> but did you do it like most people at the time where you watched it week to week? Yeah. So I think... So apparently, like, yeah. binging it is kind of how it's meant to be consumed. I think... I can see how that would be better. Because, I like, I, I, I did watch a little bit of Lost here and there when mm-hmm. it started. But then, like, it had a very network TV show kind of thing. Definitely. Where, like, they would... Suddenly, like, like I remember feeling a lot like they were introducing or like visiting plot points that felt really far away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it was like, oh, they're gonna do this thing, and then you don't hear about it for like two months, and then they pop it up again at the end of like the eighth episode. Yeah, I think you're right. You know? I think it'd be very bingeable that like, way. Like it's something that that doesn't work on a week to week kind of thing. Mm. But when you binge it, instead of waiting two months, you were that was only three or four episodes ago yeah, yeah, where yeah, that yeah. plot point was visited. So it doesn't feel as like jarring. Because yeah. I remember feeling the same way watching shows like Prison Break, mm-hmm, for example. Mm-hmm. You know, like some shows, or I think all TV shows, or just people in general just need to binge shit. Yeah. <laughs> like it, week to week is just not good enough anymore, you know? I think you're right. Um, and like, I, I'm really liking the formats that are happening these days, which is like, Literally an hour and then like 10 episodes or like seven, between 7 and 12 episodes. Yeah, same as Squid Game. Minute Mass is the same. I think it's Yeah, it's just how, it's episodes, just how content episodes. is consumed nowadays. Like people just can't, don't have the attention span or the patience to because there's so much shit out there yeah. to wait for a week to get their answers. And if they do that, it has to be like a, he, like a pretty like heavy weight of a show. Yeah. You know, like your Loki's... Your mm-hmm. HBO like Westworld even even, even Westworld had a huge issue sustaining the attention in the in their third season. That's also, because it sucked. Did it though? Yes. Like, I'll stand by that one. I'm genuinely curious if I binged the third season, would I have been as confused as I was watching it week to week? I don't know. I think because it when I watched the third season of Westworld, I genuinely don't remember anything about it. Yeah, because it sucked. Whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I'm still angry. Sorry. I'm just angry at Westworld. <laughs> I just wanted it to be so good. And it was so disappointing. Yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm flirting with Lost and the idea of maybe starting that. But also, I've got a lot of work to do the next few weeks. I oh don't know boy. if it's a smart thing to start a show that massive. Oh boy. Um, but yeah, talking about Squid Game, like they've unexpectedly or expectedly, I don't know what the take is, but they've kind of taken over the world. Yeah. It's huge. It's awesome. Like they've crossed over to the to the West and everything. Yeah, for sure. It's slated to be Netflix's most successful show. Yep. I think ever. it already is number one. Just most views. I don't think that's a measurable metric though. Yeah, I guess. They, I don't they, know. they infamously don't ever release their. They don't numbers. release them, but I'm pretty sure they take them. Yeah, the, no, they definitely what, have what the data, but they don't ever release the data. It's yeah. just that they're saying, or a lot of press is saying that it's it's Netflix's most popular show ever, and I'd believe that because Same. their previous biggest shows, Stranger Things, were very directed at like a Western market. I agree. Not even Stranger Things, like Orange Is the New Black, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, House of Cards. But I would say the biggest thing. I mean, I don't know, but I, it must be Stranger Things. That must be the biggest thing Netflix has done. I don't think Stranger Things exported very much to like the really? East. Hmm. Yeah, not to my knowledge, at least. Like, you don't really see a lot of, like, Japanese Stranger Things <laughs> cosplay, <laughs> you know? Yeah, good point. Um, yeah, I kind of want to do a rewatch of Squid Games, actually. I'm kind of down to just do that again. Yeah. It's just interesting to see, like, blow up the way it did. Mm. Like, that's really fun. Um, and, like, a huge kind of, like, affirmation for Asian content. Like... I don't know. Like, I found it really encouraging because 
so much of what Squid Game is doing is digging into their own culture as yes. opposed to trying to be yeah, 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 like yeah. a westernized show with Asian people in it. They really dug into their own culture. And I think doing that rather than trying to appease what the world apparently wants. It's the it, way to do it. Yeah, it carves out like an identity and a niche and it really attracts people towards that, you know, when you don't shy away from what makes you who you are. Yeah. And, and they, I think yeah. you just have to hit a certain production value, right? It has to just look good and sound good. Oh, of course. Which it does. Of course. Yeah. Like, that's a huge reason why I kept watching, because I was mm-hmm. like, ooh, these sets are pretty. Yeah. Like, Honestly, yes. I was like, this is a nice world to be in. Exactly. I like being in this world, and I want and like I like that the episodes are nice and long, because I can stay in this world for a bit longer. That's true. It's very fun escapism. Ugh, what a shitty place to escape to, though. Uh, but it's cool to see it being discussed. I mean, I think what comes with that, what you're talking about, the taking over the world, is that it's being discussed in such interesting places, like, and sharing of the culture. Like, you see it on Reddit, you see articles about it, about how, um, like, I was reading just this morning about how, like, by changing some subtitles, something got um, messed up, but then people were defending it and, like, all this really th- interesting things. Yeah. So, yeah, it's really good to see it taking over. So, I want, and I want more. Give me season two. But I don't know how you could. Yeah. I mean,. They have to have season two. It's just that they won't have any of. You think just another Squid Game? <laughs> it's just the <laughs> with spoilers, <laughs> I guess. He's, he's gonna try like break into it and understand what's going on. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, uh, also, I think I might have spoiled the show a little bit. Like yeah, that. quite a bit. Whoops. You can blur. You can bleep it out if you care. If yeah. it's been bleeped out, you know that Nathan cares. Yeah. Okay. And if it's not bleeped, you know that Nathan really doesn't shit about you. <laughs> I'll bleep it out. I'll put a mark in everything. I'm pretty sure 90% of our listeners have watched it. But still, yeah. yeah. Why, why spoil it if you if you don't have to? Mm-hmm. So yeah, watch Squid Games and find out what the hell Nathan said. I guess. Yeah. Um, any other recommendations? Um, <laughs> yeah, no, it's just a cycle for you, man. Yeah, I haven't I haven't watched anything super new. I've 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 I'm still on a Norm Macdonald binge. Surprisingly, yeah. <laughs> worth it. Like, surprisingly, I'm. It's just this is the longest Norm Macdonald binge I've ever been on. Are you just uh, revisiting stuff over and over again, or is it still new stuff? No, there's just, new there, stuff, there's but... stuff that I never got oh, okay. into, like the, like like his appearances on the Dennis Miller show. Right, right. There's right. a lot that I never listened. It's all on to. YouTube, right? Yeah, um, they're all mm. on YouTube. Some like. Like lots of shitty 240p videos, sure. or like lots of shitty 360p videos of just audio, but it's great. Um, so there's there's all of that. There's like his his podcast that got wiped once he started doing his Netflix show, mm. um, but they have some archives here and there. Um, there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of stuff, um, and there's and it, there's also a lot of content where he is very openly talking about death. Right. And like how he feels people should approach death. And it's very clear that he's talking about his own. Yeah, yeah. I think I saw something at the improv. Like, I think he recorded it last year or something. There's a lot of stuff. It was about like, COVID, because pivot, pivot about death. Because, of course, he, he knew he was, he was going to go. Yeah. No one else did. But it was just a fascinating kind of like recontextualization of like what he was saying. I don't think that's a word, recontextualization. Anyway. Um, yeah. It's just a fascinating take. Hmm. Yeah. And I, I, yeah. I, I, I'm still not over his passing, and I'm still on the binge. Yeah. So, here's here's one last thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'll recommend before we call it quits is that 
Um, if you want something that kind of like pick you up a little bit and kind of like show you, it's almost like a time capsule. Uh, I haven't seen this movie ever, and I'm surprised. And I finally watched it on the cruise because I was just like, it's been on my laptop for the longest time. Was there a cinema in, on the cruise ship? There was. They showed Minari among other movies. Weird. In their in their the- they converted their theater into a movie theater. You'd think that they would show like Free Willy or well, I mean that's a Aquaman. bad one. You can't show Titanic on a cruise ship. That's, yeah. Like you know how they censor plane thrilling. crashes in, in <laughs> yeah. airplanes. Yeah. So that sounds, like, that sounds like Titanic would be such a beautiful movie. <laughs> they fell in love at the end. <laughs> and then an old lady throws something into the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that surprised me when I when I learned that they they edit out plane crashes. Like till now, you think till now they do that? Um, I mean, they were doing it like as recent as six, seven years ago. Pretty sure Olympus has fallen was on a sh- plane once. Yeah. Olympus is wrong. Angel is wrong. Whatever. One of no, them. no. They still do, th- but they edit out the plane crashes. Like right. I remember watching World War Z uh, on the plane and being that would make no very sense. confused that would make no because sense. all like, of a sudden how do they get there? No, it was more like they just edit out the part where the plane is breaking and crashing. Uh-huh. So what you see is Brad Pitt getting on a plane. Something's happening, and then a straight cut to him like getting out of the crash. Right. And then I'll, and as I'm watching the movie, I was like, oh, that's an interesting it's a choice. Comic book, fill in the gutters. Okay, I got it. It's like, that's an interesting choice. Like, don't show it to us. Let us just, like, fill in the gaps ourselves of what happened. But you then I watched the movie again. Like, like, ah, no, this makes And it was like a whole three minute CGI thing of the plane crashing. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it makes sense that you'd not, you don't want to show that on a plane. Yeah. Uh, anyway, the, mov- the, the movie I was going to recommend that's really light and lovely is, and super good is Groundhog Day. Have you ever seen it before? Oh, like Bill Murray's Groundhog Day? Yeah, of course. That's one of the movies that's just, it's just been a weird kind of like blank spot in my pop culture knowledge. I just never watched it. Uh. And honestly, I was afraid it wasn't going to live up to the hype and wouldn't be that good, but it's really good and quite timeless. Something about those, like like Ghostbusters, Groundhog Day, um, to a certain extent, Three Amigos, like uh, uh, Airplane. Yeah. All these classic comedies, even though some things might feel dated. For the most part, the writing's still really sharp. Mm-hmm. The looseness of it, I, if, if I can say that. Mm-hmm. like, There's like a certain looseness about it that feels very non-presentational. Mm-hmm. That just makes it like an easy, fun watch. It doesn't. It doesn't feel like it's trying to like sell me anything. Yeah, it's just like a story. It's weirdly. And it's I'm, a timeless one. I'm not sure, and I'd love to read into it more. It's just like how problematic. Bill is Murray. It? Oh. Yeah, well, the character because he's like he's like he spends a good part of the movie trying to get into Andy McDowell's pants. Uh-huh. Is that her? Yes. Um, but eventually, he only gets with her and breaks. The s- spoiler. Eh, whatever. Uh, he like the whole point is that he's repeating the same day over again. I'm pretty sure everyone knows that, right? Yes. Uh, and like, but the way to break the cycle is to become a better person, which uh-huh. I think is interesting. Like the whole reason the movie was made was because the writer was interested in the idea of immortality because effectively he's immortal. He's just living the same day over and over again. Yeah. And how that would force one to change. Yeah. I thought it was a really interesting look at it. And it was hilarious. It's really funny. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I recommend it. If you need, if you want a light, little, chill, little flick, check out Groundhog Day. What's that quote? It's chaos. Dogs and cats living together. Or something like yeah. that. <laughs> um, isn't Seth Rogen in that movie? No. No. I'm, I'm tripping out. I'm trying to think. We're, we're the, the weirdest cameo was, uh, not a cameo, but like, oh, that's him before he got famous was Michael Shannon. <laughs> I was like, wow, he's a child. <laughs> Yeah, I I I I watched that movie like a handful of years ago, and mm. it's it's just one of those classic ones. Like, so it, sure. it, it reminded me most of Ghostbusters in terms of like it's I mean, it's Bill Murray levity. directed by Harold Ramis. Yeah, Makes like sense. it's it's the the whole levity of it and how easy it felt was was very very fun. Yeah. Um, 
I can't think of uh what's the other movie? Uh um Talk it through, talk it through. Uh, no, never mind. <laughs> it's gone. Oh god. Huh? Oh, okay. It's gone. <laughs> but yeah, Groundhog Day. I also recommend it. It's a it's a, it like was it on Disney Plus? I'm not sure. I, I downloaded it. Right. Because, you know, I was on the high seas. Got it. But uh, I thought internet was great there. <laughs> oh, I just happened to have it on my computer. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, something about that whole era of movies. Like, it, it, it. I personally think that movies like that don't get made anymore because of the lack of DVDs and VHSs. Mm, what do you mean? Because last time people didn't have to worry about the movie making all the money up front. Ah, yeah. I see. So it it didn't have to have like it didn't have to be a sequel. It didn't have to be an existing IP because those things will definitely get people through the door the first sure. time. But people would just have to worry about making a good movie cool that gets good responses. Mm-hmm. So if it doesn't do well in the cinemas, it's gonna get a second life in VHS and DVD, and they can make their money back there. How true that is, though. I don't. Know. I mean, in other words, I, I think I don't know if anyone was like, "Oh, let's greenlight this picture because it might do good on home media." No, I think it was, it was just. just a nice I, I don't think it's that was the impetus to it, but I think that allowed for more a wider range of movies to be made. Right. Like even up to the nineties and, and early two thousands. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. know. No, I like, get what you're saying. Yeah. Now it's all studio dominated, like the yeah, remakes, now it's, remakes it, or sequels. It has to. You have to have pre existing knowledge of what yeah. it is. Like it almost feels like every blockbuster that comes out now. Like there needs to be like it needs to mm-hmm. have a precedent to existing, and it, IP. and it needs to like almost be a sure thing. Yeah, uh, it never shame. it never fucking is, and like that's why you get trash like Boss Baby two and Smurfs <laughs> two, and the Mario movie, Tom and Jerry. <laughs> Trying to think, what's the first Mario movie is gonna slap? I'm just gonna say that right now. The Mario movie is gonna be dope. Um, but yeah, like I, I feel like last time people just ha- had a bit more freedom to make Original. riskier, high budget movies because it had a lot more, or it had an infinite potential. Not yeah. say infinite, but it had like a much longer shelf life. Yeah, 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 you know, and and much more potential to make money through DVD sales and VHS sales. Yeah. That straight up doesn't happen anymore. Another byproduct of that is that even if it's a new thing, you're they're trying to make it a series. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's no very few standalone things. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what was the last thing that qualifies as that. Because like the the other day I was watching um, Mystery Men. Oh wow! Which came out very much in that era of yeah. like DVD VHS sales, like late nineties, early two thousands. Yeah. Um, and the one thing about that movie that consistently blows my mind is that even though it's cheesy as all hell, yeah, it looks pretty fucking good. Yeah, it's like, well shot. Like it's the budget of uh, I don't know. Well shot is a bit generous, <laughs> but like the the it's competently shot. It, it was competently shot, but like the sets, mm-hmm. like the costumes, like the 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 rudimentary CGI, like uh, some of it holds up. Well, like a good amount of it holds up, and like the budget on that must have been insane. Mm. But at the time when they made that movie, it was a ridiculous. Like yeah. premise, like not a lot of people were into the superhero. Yeah, thing I was gonna then. say it was gonna say it was like in the barren wasteland of superhero films. It wasn't really yeah. anything going on there. Yeah, but they have. I would highly recommend checking out Mystery Men on Netflix if you haven't. Like it's it's, it's it is on Netflix. Yeah, it's on Netflix. Cool. Um, it's not a perfect movie by any means. It has a it's lot very of fun. It's it's weird. 
it's it's one of those movies that it doesn't quite know what it wants to be because some of the jokes are very juvenile mm-hmm. and some of the jokes are very adult mm-hmm. and some of the jokes are very stupid, stupid <laughs> while some of the jokes are really like blink and you'll miss it like ooh wow you know so like it's a really weird like cognitive dissonance that's happening yeah. because the whole time I'm watching it is like oh this movie's perfect for me oh no this movie was not made for me oh no this movie's great you know like this uh, constant up and down toes. yeah it's like this constant up and down of like like appealing to the lowest common denominator and then having like a banger of a joke yeah. and then appealing to the lowest common denominator again it's just wildly inconsistent for some reason the thing I always remember is that Kel 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 Mitchell, Kel Mitchell his power is invisibility, but only when no one's looking at him. Yes. For some reason, that stuck with me. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was so stupid. And then how, <laughs> how it, quote, unquote, pays off in the end is crazy. <laughs> Hank, it was, what, a, what a crazy cast also. Hank Azaria, yeah. William H. Macy, Ben Stiller. What was Ben Stiller's power? Um, being angry. <laughs> <laughs> William H. Macy is the shoveler. Yeah. Hank Azaria throws forks. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's fun. Um, Pee Wee Herman's in it, too. That's creepy. As a, as a farting guy. Um, Janine Garofalo is in it. She was the bowler. Yeah, her yeah. her dead dad. She uses her dead dad's head as a bowling ball. Oh lord! <laughs> but it's great. But there's so many like elements of that movie that came out in the in the early 2000s that are being are still being used in superhero mediums today. Mm. You know, like the whole team, the hero's journey yeah, thing. Yeah, of course, of course. But also like the whole like theme of like heroes being used to push corporate interest mm, sure. and having sponsors and and agents like the stuff that they're covering in the boys but mystery men was doing it back in like the early 2000s man i gotta check it out man it's yeah well yeah it's a it's a it's a solid silly like es- escapist flick especially if you're into superhero little things and also it's one of those movies where everyone almost every time someone comes up on screen you're like hey is that person like, yeah oh, is that person it's a good time i gotta check it out yeah. Alrighty. Well, that's not a bad place to end it. I feel Nathan for the week. Yeah. Yeah. I still worry about your mental health, but nah, we'll as long see. as we'll see. mystery men's track watch. track the deterioration of my mental well being as the as my writing process goes along and this podcast chugs along. Yeah. And we'll see how it goes. All 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 right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, good to talk to you, How buddy. How low can you go? Oh, no. <laughs> uh, it's good to be back on dry land. Good to talk to you, buddy. Yeah. Ugh. Thanks for the hang. Thanks for the hang. What a place to be. It's a good day for a good time with a good hang. It's a good day for a good time with a good hang. What a good way, what a good sign, what a good thing It's a good day for a good time with a good hand